and welcome to week two's market update here with the lines and play picks. My name is Matt Brown. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Matt Brown M2. We have one week of NFL in the books. And how are we going to overreact here in week two? Well, let's go ahead and take a look at how the market is shaping up here on Tuesday morning. The Giants and the Washington football team are our Thursday football uh, Thursday night football contest right now. Washington a three or three and a half point favorite. The line uh, the total sitting at forty and a half to forty one. Remember in this one, Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down. It is now the Taylor Heineke show there in Washington. Even with that, we see this opener not move off of where we were at at the look ahead at three. So right now, three point favorites are the Washington football team. Pretty interesting that they don't give this much of a downgrade from Ryan Fitzpatrick over to Taylor Heineke. Whenever we take a look at uh, Sunday week two in the NFL, New Orleans Saints after that big win over the Packers, they are four-point favorites. There are three-and-a-halves available out there as well. On the road at Carolina, total of 44, 44 and a half. This look ahead was two point favorites in, uh, for the Saints. So this thing has moved a full point and a half, two points after Carolina struggled a little bit with the Jets in week one. And the Saints go out and route completely, absolutely route the Packers in week one. So we do see this one. Imagine this number is probably going to stay pretty steady throughout the course of the week. I can't see people coming in and incredibly piling on New Orleans with this number already over the key number of three, but we shall see. Houston at Cleveland. Houston, listen, if there was ever going to be a win on their schedule, it's going to be week one against a Jaguars team with a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach, a lot of players hadn't played together. It was the perfect spot to be at home and catch them in that spot. Well, what we have here is Houston going on the road to Cleveland. Cleveland now a 12 and a half point favorite in that one. Look ahead was somewhere in the kind of it, it, there was it was all over the place. You could find 11 and a half. You could find a 13. So this number's pretty, pretty consistent here. A total of 48, 48 and a half. This is a little bit different where we saw a look ahead line of kind of like 45 and a half, 46 for the total. Uh, with that, guys, I would certainly say maybe a little bit of an overreaction because Houston put up a bunch of points on the Jags. I mean, we're, we are talking about the Jaguars team that have multiple turnovers as well and a defense that really didn't play up to snuff here. This is a whole different animal in Cleveland with this defense that Houston's going to be going up against. And of course, we know Cleveland's run game. They were to get up early, could easily soft this one away. So just something to think about there. Cincinnati at Chicago. Chicago, three-point favorites, 45 and a half, 45 your total. This one has already moved way down. Um, this was at four, four and a half. Cincinnati getting all the love there. There's even a two and a half right now on Chicago. So everybody taking the points early on Cincinnati after they pull the upset and beat the Minnesota Vikings outright in week one. Total 45, 45 and a half in that one. Las Vegas Raiders at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers are five, five and a half point favorites. A total all over the place. You can find a 47 and a half. You can find all the way to a 49 and a half in this total right now. Um, this is probably a little bit of a reaction to the market wondering what the hell do we have here? And what do we really have in these two teams? The Raiders go out 
win outright on Monday night against the Ravens. They ended up only being a three-point dog in this one. This line closed right on three. Uh, Looks like the market was moving in the right direction there, despite the fact the Raiders were down 14 points in that game. Of course, Pittsburgh Steelers go to Buffalo, upset the Bills outright in week one. So two teams coming off of big outright upsets, not just covers, outright upsets. And how is that going to shape? It's going to put us on this dead number of five, five and a half. It's basically where we're at right now. Wouldn't be surprised to see this thing drift a little bit, maybe back towards, uh, maybe back towards Las Vegas a little bit, but I still think we're probably going to stay in these kind of dead number zones right here with this game. Not a lot to really glean. Um, Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins. Bills, three-point favorites on the road at the Dolphins, total of 47 and a half. When we take a look at this one, guys, we are seeing a Buffalo team that, again, lost outright to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But this is a, this is a team that, if you kind of look on paper, it really came down to that block punt. It really came down to that block punt as to why we are sitting where we're sitting on this thing. So just consider that as we as we kind of start to to put things together here. I mean, that block punt doesn't happen. We could be having a completely different discussion right now on that game and how that game shapes up and how that game looks. So the Dolphins, on the other hand, did squeak by. They did win. They beat the Patriots. But they had a rookie quarterback starting. I think this could be number I think this number could be a little short. Might see me on the Bills this week. Rams and the Colts. The Rams are four yeah, four point favorites across the board here. 47 and a half your total. Indianapolis gets beat down by the Seattle Seahawks. The Rams go out and do what they were supposed to do against the Bears in week one, get a big win there. Matthew Stafford looks phenomenal. And so what we get from that is a big move in the look ahead. Look ahead, sitting somewhere in the two, two and a half range. And now we see this thing at four. So all the way through the key number. I agree with the move. I think the Rams are that much better than the Colts. 49ers and the Eagles. 49ers are three and a half point road favorites going to Philadelphia. Total of 50, 50 and a half. What we have here is a 49ers team that did suffer a couple of injuries in week one. So bad injury luck last year for this 49ers team already starting here in week one for them. Philadelphia Eagles with a big, big win over the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm talking a convincing win. Their offensive line was was dominant compared to the defensive line of the Falcons. Their defensive line was dominant to the offensive line of the Falcons. Jalen Hurts was one of the highest graded quarterbacks, according to pro football focus the entire week. A lot going right there for that Philadelphia Eagles team. They are getting three and a hook at home against the 49ers. Denver and Jacksonville. This is the biggest one of the week from a from a look ahead to a to a where we stand standpoint. Denver, six-point road favorites at Jacksonville, 45-and-a-half, your total. This look ahead was at two-and-a-half. So under a field goal for Denver, all the way through the three, all the way up to six. And what, can, what could you say that you saw on Sunday that would make you believe that this line is off? 
Denver, one of the most efficient performances against the Giants of the week, and Jacksonville, one of the very, very, very worst, if not the worst, against what I still consider to be the worst team in the NFL in the Houston Texans. So from two and a half to six here, this move. New England Patriots and the New York Jets. The New England Patriots are five and a half point road favorites over the Jets. The look ahead on this one was three and a half. This thing has already moved two full points. 42 and a half, 43 is your total. If you missed the boat on this one, um, I don't know what to tell you. The dead number here, I can't back the five and a half. Three and a half was the number to be at here. The New England Patriots were three and a half point favorites last week against the Dolphins. Now, I understand they're going on the road as opposed to being at home, but this Dolphins team far superior to this Jets team. Jets team offensive line was going to be pretty bad anyway. Then they lose Mekhi Becton at least for half the season. Jets team going to be in some trouble. I think they're heading in the right direction, but I don't think it's going to be in the next couple of weeks. That said, this opening number three and a half, bettable five and a half. We're going to have to see about that. Minnesota at Arizona. Minnesota loses in overtime to the Cincinnati Bengals. They now find themselves as three and a half point dogs. There's even fours popping out there. This thing could be on its way to four and a half to the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals put on one of the most impressive performances of week one. I think that anybody that watched that game and saw Kyler Murray with those new weapons and what he can do has to be wondering what the potential is for this team if they actually have a defense. We saw Chandler Jones go out and get five sacks. If they actually have a defense, people have to account for J.J. Watt and for Chandler Jones and for these new linebackers they've brought in through free agency and through the draft. This Arizona team could be pretty interesting. They are three and a half, four point favorites at home against Minnesota could be heading to four and a half. Like I said, Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Bucks, one of the biggest spreads of the week. Look ahead on this was eight and a half in favor of the Bucks. The Falcons go out and look like complete garbage. What do we get reposted at anywhere between 11 and a half to 13 right now in favor of Tampa Bay total of 51 and a half 52. Might be a little bit of an overreaction here. Might be a little bit of a big number. That being said, Tampa Bay is definitely far, far, far superior to Atlanta. And Atlanta had all kinds of problems. All kinds of problems against Philadelphia. And they had all kinds of problems against Philadelphia. And what do you get in Tampa? You get basically the same thing. If you were having trouble with the defensive line from the Eagles, good luck defensive line from Tampa. Going to be a going to be a rough one. It looks like it could be shaping up to be a rough season for the Falcons unless they can figure something out here in a hurry. Tennessee at Seattle. Seattle five and a half point favorites. There is a five out there as well. Fifty three and a half to fifty four. Your total. Tennessee coming off that beat down to the Cardinals. Cardinals did whatever they wanted to against Tennessee that game. Absolutely no offense from the Titans to speak of at all. And then Seattle, of course, goes on the road and clubs. Absolutely beats down the Colts. So what do we see? Three and a half on the opener, all the way up to five, five and a half now. The total from 49 on the opener, all the way up to 53 and a half to 54, because they're looking at this Seattle team thing and they're going to be able to do whatever they want to against Tennessee. And they actually are thinking that Tennessee is going to be able to do uh, a little bit more this week. They're not going to be a complete bum, complete dud of an offense. So big move on the spread, big move on the total. In that one, Dallas Cowboys 
at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are two and a half to three point favorites at home against Dallas. A total of 55, 55 and a half. And I don't know if that's enough. It opened at 52. Look, this Dallas team is going to score on everybody. Their weapons are too good. But that defense is also going to give up a lot of points as well. It would not surprise me to see that game play in the 60s. Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. This opened as Kansas City minus one. It is already at a three and a half, four in favor of Kansas City after Baltimore goes and loses to the Raiders. Total is sitting at 55 and a half after opening at 51 and a half. The Raiders were able to move the ball nearly at will there against the Baltimore Ravens. The Raiders. Now, I'm not saying this Raiders offense doesn't have a potential to be better than it than it was or even better than people thought it could be this season. That being said, we are talking about now Patrick Mahomes and this team coming in this Chiefs team coming to town. Derek Carr threw for 435 yards. Yes, there was some overtime in that as well, but still. Derek Carr threw for 435 yards against this Ravens team. Marcus Peters is gone. They have some serious offensive line problems to the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson was under pressure over 50% of of his pass attempts on Monday night. Oh, and by the way, Kansas City beat beat the Cleveland Browns, one of the better teams in the league, without Tyron Matthew and without Frank Clark, who were out with injury. Tyron Matthew will definitely be back. Frank Clark is likely to be back. Take with that what you will. I went ahead and got on the I went ahead and got on the look ahead with the Chiefs and then also took it at three before it moved to three and a half. And I don't know if three and a half is a bad bet, to be honest with you. Monday night, Detroit at Green Bay. As you would imagine, even with Green Bay having a, an embarrassing loss to the Saints, they are still 11 point favorites, 10 and a half, 11 point favorites in this one over the Detroit Lions who, um, you know, look, we're getting destroyed by the 49ers. And then there were some freak things. I mean, there was a, a freak fumble, a weird bounce that got an onside kick. I mean, all kinds of stuff to where it, the scoreboard did not show the dominance that the 49ers had over the Detroit Lions. This thing, I look at an eight all the way, like I said, to 10 and a half or 11. That being said, I don't know if I can, there's no, there's no way in the world I'm laying 11 points with the Green Bay Packers the way that they looked. Prove it to me, show it to me, that's fine. Go out, win by whatever you want to win by. Prove it to me that this is not a team that's, because it, it looked like they were, it, it just looks like they were all kinds of discombobulated against the Saints. So they're going to have to prove it to me for sure. Some other win total stuff that was pretty interesting. The Giants moved from seven on the season win total to five and a half. Of course, these, these win totals moved dynamically, guys, throughout the course of the season. The Saints from nine to ten and a half after their big win. Falcons go from seven and a half down to five and a half. Pretty big move right there on this Falcons team. The Broncos go from eight and a half to ten and a half after their convincing win over the New York Giants. The MVP odds, Patrick Holmes continues to stay your favorite. About right. It was at 500. It's at 550 now. About right. Aaron Rodgers, a big mover in the opposite direction from 8 to 1 to 16 to 1. Josh Allen from 13 to 14. Russell Wilson down from 13 to 10 after his big performance. Biggest mover in favor of the odds. Uh, and when I say in favor of is, is favor of winning. Matthew Stafford from 15 to 8 after his big week one. After the Rams look every bit with the Ram, what we thought the Rams could be, he moves from 15 to 1 to 8 to 1 for MVP. Tom Brady with his big week one from 16 to 10 
Dak Prescott from 17 to 14 to 1. So some big movers in the markets here. We are seeing people react to what's going on in week one. I don't blame them one bit because, listen, it's a it's it's a, a, a peer driven. You know, I mean, like we're looking at we're looking at our peers here in the media that are driving this thing. They're the ones who vote on this MVP thing. So when they if, if, when they see Matthew Stafford go out and do what he does, hey, look, they're making notes in their in their notebook. When Tom Brady has the type of week one that he has, they get, they take a little note in their notebook. So the odds are reflecting that as well with people coming in and backing that up with their money. Guys, be sure and head over to the lines and uh, play picks and everything we do absolutely free over at those websites. Be sure and take a look at tracking the line movements, tracking the look aheads, tracking everything that you can, even some survivor strategy pieces and things like that. If you're still in survivor pool, unlike me who blew all three entries on the Vikings this past week. So, um, be sure and take in all of that stuff. And of course, head over to the YouTube page and subscribe there as well. Everything is completely free on the YouTube page. Guys, do appreciate you uh, listening here and good luck here in week two of the NFL. Bet basketball, baseball, or hockey with a risk-free bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up and use bonus code THELINES and you're on your way with the king of sportsbooks. Get the BetMGM app today and use promo code THELINES to make a risk-free bet up to $600. This is a new customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call one 800 522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia, 1-800-270-7117. For confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, and 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. 